Okay. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. To another dose of Caesar. Um, what's going on right now is that um, in the car on my way to San Antonio. I don't know if you remember, I got I got tickets to see Michael Bublé out. Now, I've never been to a concert. Um, and this is going to be this is going to be me losing my uh, concert virginity. I promise I'll never say that again, but <laughs> but that's what's going to happen. Michael Bublé was has been like um one of the, I don't know why I, I gravitated towards his music when I was young, younger in high school. I don't know. You did just caught my attention. It was like I like the way he how how he would wear suits on stage. I was like yes. I associated him with classiness. Um. And I don't know. Yeah, he made me feel like. Like I had to listen to that that music when I was gonna be a a billionaire, you know, like like some Frank Sinatra type of shit. Well, anyway, he's been, he's been a part of my uh, of my life, kind of his music at least, big part. I remember one time I um I think I was like a junior in high school. It's already pretty old. Um, I was so into Michael Bublé that I watched one of his concerts completely on um, on on my phone, and I I I shut off the shut off the lights in my room and shit, and tried to m make it as dark as possible so that it could be like a concert. And it was it was fucking awesome. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't saying that shit, but I was enjoying myself. So now we're gonna go. We're gonna go see fucking Michael, and you bet your ass. All right, my friend was roasting me because obviously most of the most of the fucking fans, Michael's fans are are women. Okay, why? Well, because his music is like love songs and shit. But what the fuck, Michael? You've also got some guys like me, straight men, straight fucking alpha males. Who, uh, who wants some fucking merch, bro? What up? What up, Michael? You got no merch for me. So, I mean, I respect it. I respect it. If I was Michael, I wouldn't bother. I, nah, I probably would. I, I think, ah, oh, for all the fucking guy fans out there, I'm going to throw out, like, a, a t-shirt. not Or maybe, like, I don't know, a fucking hat. Or something. I'm not going to wear your hat. That's right. Why would I want to wear your hat? That's right. I just want something to remember the fucking day, Michael. Is that too, is that too much to ask for? So I'm going to have to go with the one thing that you've got, which is the one thing that you got that is kind of unisex. It's a, a sweatshirt. But at the same time, it's kind of gay. I don't know if I'll ever wear it after this it'll be it'll be that one sweatshirt that i have as a memory in the back of my closet but i'll wear <laughs> i'll wear when when i don't give a fuck i'm and i'm calling that i'm calling that that sweatshirt the ultimate shacker 
If you know what that means, you know what that means. But if you don't, anyway, my friend was uh, my friend Peyton, one of my best friends from college, was saying like Caesar, that that is gay. That is gay. Please don't do that. Please do not buy that. And I, and, and I look at her in the eye. I look at her in the eye, and I tell her, Peyton, do you understand what this means to me? Do you understand what this this moment? is gonna be special me and mike me and mike mike on the stage me and the fan me in the fucking the seats <laughs> in the fucking crowd this is a moment and i gotta remember this moment peyton and she's like caesar there's no excuse there's absolutely no excuse for you to, for you to buy that sweatshirt watch me watch me watch me peyton um, but yeah, I agree. Uh, what do I agree with? That it is a little not manly, not manly. But if you know me, you're like, of course he fucking bought it. He's into Michael Bublé. Now, do I have to wear it? Maybe, 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 uh, maybe I will. We'll find out. Um, yeah, I'm in the car got some music but i'm gonna fucking i'm stopping the music so i can just chat talk actually no let's keep the music going i don't even know if you can hear it keep it really fucking low um so let's see should i just record one long ass podcast fuck it i mean i can record i have like several ideas We'll see how it goes. I mean, this will. Let's start off with this. Let's start off with this. Name Cesar. Now, uh, it's an interesting uh, way to evolve. Okay, maybe, maybe, just maybe. Uh oh. Dude, all right. Here's another thing. I've never gotten a ticket <laughs> ever in my life, and so I'm scared of getting a ticket. <laughs> so I dropped the mic there because it was a cop right in the side of the road. You know how they just wait and wait for you to fuck up? Well, I've never once fucked up. I fucked up several times. Once I took a red light right in front of a cop. I was sure. I was sure that was the day. The cop did not give one shit. I was like, okay. Uh, another time, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I've heard of cops stopping you for like not completely stopping at a stop sign. I did one of those like rolling stops. It was like the mother of all rolling stops. I I, I barely I slowed down. I didn't even stop. Right in front of the cop, the the cop turned behind me. You know, he was he was the stop sign was in front of me. He was on the stop sign to the left. I passed the stop sign with my with my ballsy rolling stop because I didn't see the cop. The cop turns into my road going my way. Uh, does the cop stop me? No. No. Didn't stop me. Was I shitting bricks? Yes. Was it really that big of a deal? No. Am I copying Crystalia's way of speaking? Yes. <laughs> because I think it's fucking funny. Have you ever heard Crystalia speak? Like, Crystalia's a comedian. Um, uh, and that's the, when he does his podcast, he, he does, uh, <laughs> there's moments when that's one of the things he does. He's like, and should I have bought that? No. Do I regret it? Yes. 
Am I going to buy it again? No. But do I like it? Yes. <laughs> so I channeled my inner crystal. The Anyway. So, yeah, I just passed two cops. Um, I mean, I don't think I'm doing anything illegal. I have my eyes on the road. I've got just a mic not in my hand. Just, or do I? I mean, I've, I thought about putting it in between. The, it is in between the fucking seatbelt and my chest. Anyway, let's continue. Where was I? Uh, the name Cesar. Caesar. Where does my name come from? I, I feel like this is an interesting story. Not really. Let, let's piece this together. Kind of. Well, here's the thing. I barely even know where my name came from. Uh, legend has it that uh, my father was a young man once. And he uh, he was into soccer. He played soccer and shit. And, and uh, he lived in Mexico. And in Mexico, he, he had a best friend whose name was Cesar. And, and I've heard this guy was... Uh, actually, I haven't heard much about him. So that's where the confusion... There's no confusion. There's just a lot of question marks around this guy. But I would say... I would go on to say that he was a fucking risk taker. All right? This man was was kind of a badass and they played soccer together him him and my dad this Cesar guy and my dad and well one day my dad and Cesar are like 19 or some shit 21 20 I don't know you know young young men almost late teens and shit and and Cesar they're playing a game they're going hard and Cesar um he uh He's a risk taker, you know? He's an innovator. He's trying He's trying to make it big. He doesn't just want to be the average soccer player. No. No, he's going to push the fucking limit. And he's going to try... He's going to try to... He's going to stand out. He's going to go out and, and venture into where he thinks he might be overreaching. He, that's because he wants to become a fucking... A fucking star. A, a world renowned soccer player so they're fucking playing they're playing right boom boom fucking soccer ball goal i don't know what that was but yeah they score and shit and um and in an act of i don't know what to call it in an act of well being his risk-taking self he uh he he attempts a move so difficult um, because again he's pushing the fucking limit onto what can be done in soccer you know and, and of course this move can be done anybody can do, if you practice you can do this move but he's trying to he's trying to get up there so he's he does a chilena I don't know what you call a chilena in English it's where you basically go backwards because the foot the, the foot the ball is so high up in the air it's basically above your head it's coming above your head and you're like fuck that I'm still gonna kick that shit into the goal so he fucking he fucking jumps up in the air so that he can kick the ball with his foot in the air you get me you, you know how much air you have to get for that not, not that much, but I mean, I'm sure there was technique. So this man, 
does that. Does he make contact with the soccer ball? Yes. Does it go into the net? Yes. I assume. I assume all these things. But what happens next is that Cesar um, was not was not careful as to where where he was how he was going to do this move and where he was because he was again in Mexico and they were playing in a um, in a rundown field and uh, the ball was already going off to the side <laughs> and there was concrete where he was going to do this and he did it he fucking did the move the chilena hits his head on the concrete just straight just straight fucking full force jumps in the air body lands on the head full impact my dad comes over he's like whoa 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 you're all right bro guy doesn't respond everybody comes around they uh they fucking they take him to the hospital because the guy's not responding a few hours later Cesar is dead now now 90% of that story is uh, me filling in the blanks what I was told the short version was actually it doesn't even fucking matter yeah it was my dad's best friend they played soccer together one day since I tried that move and he hit himself in the fucking head doing it and uh, and then he had to be rushed to the hospital and then he died but you know my story is basically fucking true so we're gonna go with that anyway that's not where the story ends no 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 because my dad is a young man he loses his best friend and and to honor his best friend he promises that day one day I'm gonna name a son after you because that's how deep the friendship was and so um, about that time I think around that time a few years later dad meets my mom um, fall in love and stuff um, I have a hunch I haven't talked to my dad about this either that my dad was somewhat of a romantic and um, and and my dad just fell madly in love and not having in my eyes not having experienced um, much of the world Ah, maybe having different perspectives on life my dad's main priority was to build a family at that time so my dad decides to pursue marriage with my mother um my mom's finishing college she's like ah, i don't know about this you know like um yeah maybe we should maybe we shouldn't mom gives in and then they get married they have my older brother and they name they name him ulysses why i don't know I don't know. Why did they name him that? I have no fucking clue. Why didn't they name him Cesar? I have no idea. Um, maybe they thought. Maybe they thought. Maybe they thought. I don't. I don't fucking know. Anyway, six years later, yeah, fucking six years later, they have him, and then fucking six years later, they're like, all right, um, yeah, I forgot. My dad's like, yeah, I forgot. Like, I promised my best friend who died in my honor, um, scoring a goal, that I was going to name him after, name a son after, after, uh, after him. 
So, we gotta try again. Mom. He doesn't say mom, but he's, he's talking to my mom. And, uh... And they try again. And it's a fucking boy. And so they're like, alright, this time we're gonna get it right. So then they fucking name him Cesar. And that's, that's how I got my fucking name. That's how I got my name. Now, I was Cesar for five years. Okay, I'm born. Get out, get out the womb. I'm like, oh shit, this is wild. Um... I love food. I eat a lot. Um, uh, start getting a little, a little chubby. I get very chubby. Very, very chubby. Uh, I'm like basically a ball. I'm basically a ball that you can roll down, uh, a fucking hill. But anyways, I look cute as fuck. And, and I go, and I'm, I'm like really shy, so I get very attached to my mom. And I get like really introverted and not introverted but just really shy anyways i go to school this isn't i go to school for the first time which was so hard kindergarten was like the worst fucking time ever every day i was like no 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 why are you taking me to this hell and i remember just being like fucking scared but it was only at the beginning i was so fucking scared at the beginning and then once uh after a few hours, after they left me at school, the fear after I threw up also, I would throw up like every day, and the fear would go away. And fuck, I hope this music isn't on. Oh well. And um, wait up, traffic has come to a complete stop. And so, where am I? Yeah, we're. My, I mean, I go to school. I get nervous all the time. Anyway, this at this school in fucking kindergarten is the first time that somebody calls me Caesar. Wait, what? Yeah, the teacher looks at me straight in the eye, dead in the fucking eye, and she's like, "Hey, Caesar." What? The fuck? The fuck is that? What's a, what's a Caesar? What the fuck is a Caesar? It's like, hey, Caesar, just pats me on the head. I'm a Caesar. And I don't know how the fuck I figured out, but maybe it made sense since the beginning. Might have, might have not. Maybe I, I was like, huh. But all I remember was like, yeah, I guess that works. <laughs> I remember, yeah, I guess you could do that too. <laughs> and from then on, that was the first time I was called Caesar. I was like, oh shit, my name is Caesar too, or it can be, if I wanted it to be, and it started being Caesar, or people would start calling me Caesar, 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 I was like, whoa, and at first I would think about it, uh, I thought they were trying to say scissors, scissors, you know, especially in a, growing up like in a Mexican community, the, the whole English accent thing could get a little, a little sketch, you know, with the pronunciation of Caesar and scissor, scissors, 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 <laughs> some, 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 uh, Spanish speaking, uh, substitutes, some, some teachers, some substitutes whose English wasn't so good would say scissors, scissors instead of scissors. And so in the early days of the inception of my English name, I was, um, I was like, wow. It's very close to Caesar, like to scissors. Interesting. I wonder if that's what that means. Well, 
Thank God that's not what it means because it's, I mean, I don't know what it means actually. Come to think of it, all I know is that later I came to find out that some fucking badass in Europe was ruling like all of fucking Rome. His name was Julius Caesar. But his, the, w- the way he, they spelled his fucking name was absolutely f- retarded. Caesar. Why is there an Caesar? Caesar. Maybe C. Like, you know? Why is there an A? C E A S A R? C. Where, what's, what is that first A doing there? Wouldn't it just make sense if it was S E E? Caesar. Caesar. I don't know. I just, I just knew that was. Um, I was like, oh shit, he's a king? I'm meant to be a fucking king. And and then everything, and then uh, along the same time, this was all in elementary school, I started thinking, damn, like money's cool because you can do whatever the fuck you want. And then I had a friend, a best friend. Her name was Mariana. And she was like, yeah, money's pretty cool, huh? And we're like, like in second or third grade and i'm like dude it's pretty fucking badass like you can buy all this stuff she's like i know and i'm like yeah i think i want to have a lot of it when i grow up she's like me too and i'm like nah but i'm gonna have like more of it (laughs) and she's like nah but 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 on the real i think i'm gonna have more of it and then i was like whoa 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 well i'm gonna be i'm gonna be super super rich she's like i'm gonna be super super rich and start off like that start off playing like that um, like we started playing like that, and then, then, and then I was like, "Wow, you can like dream big," because you know they tell you, "Oh, you can be whatever you want." So I'm like, "Fuck!" Well, I want to make a shit ton of money, and and then later, in like after like early middle school, sixth grade, one of my aunts dies of cancer, and and one of the problems was that money was a big issue. I remember going through this uh, whole ordeal. Money was a big issue with the family for paying paying for our treatments. I remember I remember our family selling like making like Mexican food to sell to try to pay for our treatments. Now my mom went to college and where okay financially we're well off i would say compared to the rest of the world we're very well off i'm very i've been very blessed but um the fact that that our family i mean and it was like not just my parents you know what i mean and my my aunt had gone to school as well she had gone to college she was a nurse her husband was a nurse you know what i mean and still the whole family had to like pull in like money and we were struggling to find the money um was kind of like whoa like damn money is really powerful in this world um so then i don't remember how how long she was with cancer but just the whole like process or the, the whole thing the experience of going through that was pretty wild um but one of that was one of the big uh things that i noticed was that like wow like 
you know we're not i mean there's way more people who don't have everything we have and and we're still struggling to pay for this you know we 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 have to like it's not like we can just go with whatever treatment or the best treatment you know because we don't i mean we're we're not super super wealthy you know and in and i guess in this i realize that in this world you have to be super super wealthy to just be able to go for any treatment anyway that idea was planted in my head and i was like wow like I never want to go through that again um, for any family member. I, I, want to, I want to be able to have, like, so much money that nothing, if anything came up, I know it's not a cure. You know, money's not a cure, but if anything came up, I wouldn't have to worry about that part. That, oh, do I have enough money? It's just, like, where, what can we do? So here's another interesting story. Before my aunt died, uh, there was this one time we're pulling in money, and and I'm in sixth grade or seventh grade. Definitely, I'm in seventh grade. Yes, I'm in seventh grade or sixth grade. It's probably seventh. But yeah, dude. Uh, Sorry, I went back there. I was pulling in. We're, we're pulling in money. One night, one of my aunts comes to pick up the money for my aunt who is sick. I guess my mom had some money for her. And I go outside with my mom and we're talking to my aunt and aunt, 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 I guess. And I, I'm trying to remember how it went. But uh, they're talking about how they're having trouble, like, getting the money, I think. And I think some family members I had heard from my mom that some family members were not going to give money. And to me, that was like, what? I couldn't understand that. Why wouldn't you? What do you mean? You're not going to give her money. We're like family. And that's that's also one of the first times that I started to realize not everyone sees the things the way I do. Like, wow, how could you do that? Or, and, and not in a... Uh, at first it was in a like, a, what? What are you doing? But now I don't see it as a judgmental way. It's more of a... Wow, really? Like, uh, I, I just can't understand. But I can't understand in the way that, like, I would never do that. But I can comprehend the logic. You know, I can comprehend how... I guess that's the same thing, understand, comprehend. But do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, I would never do that, but... I understand that there's that that perspective is there and it's available to you and there's nothing wrong with that perspective although I would never do that but anyways we're there I'm young seventh grade mom's talking to my aunt it's nighttime and 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 I, I I've been saving money for like a ps3 or a PlayStation 3 or something like that 
And I remember I had all my money in, in <laughs> hidden in a drawer. I would hide my money from my brothers because I thought they were going to steal it. I don't know why we would hide. It's because my fucking older brother. God, and that guy's just a character in himself. We're going to have a freaking have an episode on that character, on all the characters in my life. But he's just a fucking character, and that guy would just, he'd just take my money. He'd just fucking take it. Not in a, like, malicious way, just in, like, a, oh, he's, like, a little kid. Like, he doesn't need it. Like, what, bitch? What do you mean? I, I can buy shit, too. <laughs> but he just fucking take it, like, 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 nothing. Like, not asking or anything. He just take it. And, like, he wouldn't even tell you. And then I would, I'd be like, hey, did you take some money? He's like, yeah. What? Not even, not even gonna apologize for it? He's like, yeah, I, I did. Sorry. <laughs> what? You dick. Anyway. So I hide my money. It's, it's, it's in my, it's, <laughs> it's in my fucking, uh, beneath my clothes, some of my shirts. And, um, and so, and so we're, we're downstairs and we're having this conversation and something comes over me that, and I'm like, I start thinking, why, why can I, why am I going to fucking spend it on like a game or some shit? Like, why? When I can just give it to her. And it's like this, that was the first time this ever happened to me. There's, there's some moments of inspiration when I think I should do something. Um, and I think, oh, oh yeah, perfect. You've been listening to the podcast. It's like all these things that I've, uh, these romantic acts. This was like the, the first romantic Caesar romantic act. I would say, uh, this is where it was born. That whole thing of, of, uh, give me a fucking second. Cause I gotta take this exit. All right, all right, all right. Fuck yeah. All right, all right, we're good. So this this idea, I don't know. There's just things that I know. Uh, I feel like I have to do because because I feel now that I've now that I've like um, journaled so much and like asked like what is my purpose. I I feel like far part of my purpose is to bring happiness into this world and so at that moment um i knew that that money for me was like i would have i'm gonna buy a fucking game i'm gonna buy a playstation but that's it it's fucking it um i want to do everything i can to do what i think is right which is when when your family you know i would give everything for you and that's that's something that my mom my parents taught me you know my parents taught me growing up um i i would give anything for you like all my my material possessions anything i can i would give for you and that's a perspective that i took on looking at like at every family member you know it's like a a ride or die the ultimate tribal mentality or i guess in a good way i think and um and, and so i go upstairs i run upstairs and i go get my money because like i just leave mid-conversation my my mom and my aunt are talking i run upstairs i throw my clothes out of the fucking uh the 
fucking drawer. I grab the money. I run downstairs, and I give it to my aunt. I'm like, hey, right before she leaves, I'm like, can you just give this to her? And she's like, oh, no, you don't have to. And I'm like, yeah, you should. And there's those moments like that that uh, it's like not, I don't know, it overcome, it overcame, like I started to tear up, but it was weird. It's like, it was weird. I don't know. I think it was, it wasn't like I was really sad. It was like a lot of emotion and a lot of authenticity with that moment. Uh, that happens to me when I do something really authentic, like really from the bottom of my heart. Like I get really teary eyed. Um, it's weird. I don't know why. And my mom, my mom looked at my aunt. She's like, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. You can take the money. Like she told her to like take my money. I don't know why. It's like my mom knew what I was doing I don't know and and so that was the first time that I had one of the that's that's the romance the birth of of the romantic Caesar I would say and then and then uh, we go through uh, I think like another year or something or maybe it was that year but my aunt ends up dying and and um and then i start thinking this whole thing about money like i just never want to have to worry about money i want to be able to do what i want whenever i want and be able to you know whatever inspires me i want to build companies that that are fucking awesome that are a fun time to run and are adding some sort of contribution to the world um so i'm gonna be a billionaire that's when i like decided yeah that's that's what i want to be i want to be a billionaire and that's when like my whole dream of being a billionaire was born as well so yeah it's a lot it's all interfucking connected um, <laughs> but but yeah it's a pretty crazy moment I, I like that moment in my life and actually I had never thought about it until right now that I'm talking about it that that was actually the first like real romantic thing I've ever done oh uh, well one time before that I was like in <laughs> but it really wasn't romantic it was like me trying to like I have to ask a girl uh, I remember almost asking a girl to a dance in like the third grade <laughs> and by almost this was not romantic by any stretch of the imagination by almost, I was like, I would tell my best friend Carlos, like, Carlos, I really want to ask this girl out to the dance. He's like, bro, you fucking should. Like any best friend should do. You know, he's like, bro, you got to. You've got to do this. Now, at that time, I was thinking I'm too fat. Or like, I'm too, like, I feel like I'm not attractive to girls. Like, I'm not the ladies' man. But I was like, ah, yeah, I guess with Carlos's help of like, yeah, dude, you got to fucking do it. And Carlos was like the guy getting all the fuck girls. So I'm like, I'm like, ah, man, like, I'm like, all right, fucking do it. It's not like all those doubts were still in the back of my mind, but I was like, I'm just going to fucking do it. And it was one of the first times that I've showed real bravery, real fucking bravery. (laughs) And I, and I'm like in third grade, we're out in the fucking schoolyard 
and uh, and I'm like, all right, dude, I'm gonna do it now. I'm gonna do it during lunch. He's like, all right, all right. He's like, I'll go with you, dude. I'll go with you. And she's with her. She's with her friends. This girl, <laughs> my first love. <laughs> I had a crush on this girl for like years, bro. Years, six years, no, five years, five years, definitely five years. It was from from kindergarten to like fifth grade. She was the only girl I would talk about. I don't know. I feel like at that age, you would just choose one person. I'd be like, oh, dude, that's the girl I like. And so, um, <laughs> I just laugh because it's fucking funny. And so I'm like, I'm going to approach them. Or, or there they are, dude. I need to go ask her. And he's like, all right, let's go. And we go, and I'm getting really fucking nervous as we're walking towards them. And I'm like, no, no, Carlos. We're, like, right behind their group. And I'm like, Carlos, he, he can't, I can't do this. And I feel like somebody had told her something. And she's, like, walking away. And Carlos is like, wait. And she's like, what? She's, like, laughing or, like, smiling. Like, like when little kids do when they don't know what how to react like no i don't want this to happen kind of deal you know like walking away and she carlos like wait uh somebody wants to ask you to the dance she's like i think somebody told her some something like that beforehand and so you know all the girls are giggling and shit and that and carlos is like that somebody's right behind you and carlos just says that really loud he's like turn around <laughs> she's like he says turn around so you can see he says that really loud and um he fucking bolts he just fucking poof, just takes off running he's like turn around and then he laughs and he starts laughing and he takes off running and i'm like this motherfucker and then the girls just giggle and then they turn around and then they run away too and i'm like you mother fucker and but nah i wasn't like super pissed off i was just like oh fuck why'd you do that like but yeah like i wasn't gonna i probably wasn't gonna ask her i i, I already because i was already backing away i was like nah i can't do this and carlos was just like yeah dude i got you <laughs> he wasn't even i got you he's just i guess it was like an i got you like turn around like it was i'm at the edge of the fucking cliff and i'm like i can't do this and carlos just gave me a little shove just <laughs> Um, why am I talking about this? Because it's a funny story, and that was, like, the first time I kind of did something romantic, but really wasn't on a Caesar level. I pride myself with my romance. I feel like all life should be romantic. You should look at life in a romantic perspective. At least for me, it's funner. It's funner. Uh, I'm still figuring it out, though, and I think I'm, I'm almost there where I'm just... It's going to be even more fun. Well, 22 minutes till I arrive till I arrive to my brother's place. Um I think I'm going to end this one here so that I can start another one. But hopefully the audio is good. And thank you for listening.